0: Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Friends, I said it two years ago and I'll say it again today. I'm, I'm pretty glad I don't have the school mass today. Uh, something tells me Father Joe's not going to be preaching on the first reading to the kids. Uh, I don't know if you caught that, Paul coming out saying real strong, we are the circumcision. Now, I don't know what you do with that with the grade school kids, but I have a feeling he's going to probably preach on the gospel. (laughs) So anyway, last time when I preached about this, I said this is one of those uncomfortable just features of the biblical story that we just just try and kind of gloss over, I think, like let's just not focus on that too much. But it's important. It's very important. It's very, very important. So let's get into this. What's the deal with this? So just again as a reminder, circumcision was the sign of the old covenant. It was the sign of the old covenant. And it was a sign given by God to the people of uh, it was, it was the, the proto-Israel. So it was given to Abram when, he made, when God made his covenant with him. Uh, after that great vision where he splits the animals and the, the burning fire pot passes through the split animals, God saying, I am binding myself to you. Let this happen to me if I don't keep my promises to you and your people. So he goes back and he's telling the the people, Abram's going back telling his people, you know, good news. We've got a covenant with God now. They're like, oh, that's great, Abraham. What's going on with that knife you're sharpening there? He said, well, that's the bad news, guys. Okay, so we got to talk about this. So, here's the question. Why, oh God? Is this the sign of the covenant? Why wouldn't it be something like a tattoo? Uh, why not, like, you got to wear this bracelet on your wrist? Why is this the sign of the covenant? Very simply, it's this, I guess, because grace builds on nature, right? That's a basic, fundamental Catholic perspective. Grace builds on nature. The physical reveals the spiritual, the sign value of the physical points to the spiritual reality, right? So what is circumcision? Not that I need to review this with anybody, but it's the removal, right? It's the removal of the foreskin. It's the removal of that protective layer of flesh exposing him, the man, right where he's most vulnerable, right? Right where he's most vulnerable. And what's interesting, of course, right, if you ponder this, which I know we all probably ponder this every day, um, the only one who sees this, the only ones who see the sign, is the man himself and his bride. The man himself and his bride. Of course, the Lord, but the man himself and his bride. Why does that matter? Well, going back all the way to Genesis, when God made the male and female in the beginning, the Hebrew words for male and female, they're not nouns. They are more adjectives. They're more active and receptive he made them. He made them active and he made them receptive. Zikar and Nikevah in the Hebrew. Zikar and Nikevah. The way the Hebrew works is that there's word families, right? So there's not uh, vowels in Hebrew. So you've got these word families that are closely associated with each other. So Zikar is related to the word Zikaron, which means to remember. And Nikheva is related to the word Negeba, which means to be opened. To be opened. What do you see here? What you see here is that the man's mission is to remember. To remember who God is, to remember who he is, to remember who he is meant to be for his beloved. And if he does that, if he remembers these things, then she will open. She will open her heart, open her body, open herself, right? The, the fatality of human history is that throughout the centuries since that fateful day in the garden... The attack of original sin was an attack on the fatherhood of God. It was an attack against fatherhood and masculinity in many ways. The man forgot who he was, what his mission was, which led the bride to close. And that's writ large in the whole human story that we forgot, we forgot who God was, which led to this closed off posture before the Lord. Right? So, God literally. Carve the covenant, carves the sign of the covenant into the man's body, right where it counts. Right? This is where you have to remember, God's saying, this is where you have to remember who I am. I am life-giving love. This is where you have to remember who I am, and where you have to remember who you are called to be. Remember last week, that deep dive we had into Ephesians chapter 4, 5, and 6. Ephesians 5, where St. Paul unpacks the great mystery that God from the beginning created us male and female to be a sign that pointed to his relationship with humanity, accomplished perfectly in Christ Jesus, like the bridegroom of the church. And Ephesians 6 being the story of the put on the armor of God because this is where the Lord, this is where the enemy wants to attack. This is where he wants to cause amnesia, if you will. He wants... The man to forget. He wants the man to forget. Okay. Furthermore, right? Furthermore, building upon this Old Testament foundation, again, grace building on nature, grace building on nature, St. Paul will say to the Christian communities in his letters, right? So he says, We are the circumcision. At another point, he says, Circumcise your hearts. Circumcise your hearts. He's saying that to the entire Christian community, not just to the guys, right? Circumcise your hearts grace building on nature, the physical revealing, the spiritual. Remove the coverings of your hearts. Go back to the very beginning. As soon as Adam and Eve grasped at the fruit in disobedience, fear, mistrust, all of that and the immediate result of their sin is they covered themselves. What did they cover? Their loins. <laughs> right? Why? Because they're. Bodies, the physicality reveals the spiritual. There's a there's a deep intuition that a like my person is revealed precisely in my loins, right? So the Lord is saying, remove the coverings of your hearts, circumcise your hearts, come out from hiding. The problem with humanity from the beginning is that we've been covering our hearts. Because I don't know if I can trust you. I don't, want, I don't know if I can be vulnerable before you. I don't know if I can let my most sensitive stuff be seen by you. Right? This is why Pope Benedict said that you can summarize Jesus' entire mission as Messiah in that one word he says to that deaf mute man where he looks at him and he groans and says, "Ephatha, Be opened. Be exposed. Be vulnerable. Lay your heart before me. So St. Paul, when he says, we are the circumcision, what he's saying to the Christian community is we are meant to be the sign of the new covenant, right? Just as circumcision was the sign of the old covenant, which was a private sign, if you will, he's saying, no, no, now we as Christians baptized, right, We are meant to be the sign of the new covenant. The way that we live, the way that we love, the way that we interact, the way that we live lives of vulnerability, we are meant to give evidence that we have been touched by God in the deepest, most sensitive places. A life transformed by Christ, that by opening myself deeply, by uncovering my heart, by letting Jesus into those places, you live a kind of life that's different. We're not meant to blend in, is the point. We're not meant to blend in. This was never meant to be about private devotional life. This is not a hobby. Christianity was never meant to be a hobby. It has public implications. That's why Jesus says, before he ascends to the Father, go into the whole world. Get out there, is what he's saying. Be visible. Be vulnerable. That's why Paul's saying, we are the circumcision. Again, I don't think there's going to be a lot of retreat t-shirts that say that, but it is who we are. It's what we're called to. And it starts right here. It starts right here. So when we come to Mass, are, are, are our hearts covered up? And this is, I mean, this is for me too. Are we just going through this or are we exposed? Are we letting our hearts be seen to the Lord? Is it a posture of vulnerability? Is it a posture of receptivity? Because the Lord wants to touch those most sensitive places of our hearts that we might go and be vulnerable witnesses to the gospel in the world, witnesses to lives changed and transformed. Amen.